0: Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business Interview. I'm Sean Aylmer. Demand for unsecured credit in Australia is slowing as consumers spend less grappling with the cost of living crisis. At the same time, mortgage arrears are climbing, according to US-based global data analytics and technology company Equifax. Their quarterly consumer credit insights report measures the volume of applications for credit cards, personal loans, buy now, pay later, mortgages and car loans. Melanie Cochrane is the Australia New Zealand Chief Executive Officer and Group Managing Director at Equifax. Mel, welcome to Fear and Greed.
1: Thank you, thanks for having me. Before we get
0: into the data, These sorts of partial indicators, dare I say, are incredibly important, aren't they? Because they're actually really giving a great insight into the economy well before official statistics or the Reserve Bank necessarily comes out and gives their data.
1: Yes, that's right. It's really interesting. Some of these are kind of leading indicators. So often the sign for credit application occurs early as people are making plans and decisions. So we did see for Q2 that for unsecured lending credit, so things like credit cards, uh, buy now, pay later, personal loans, we saw that those have slowed down. In fact, credit card growth was around 20 percent applications, around 20 percent growth last quarter. They're down to about 6 percent. And for buy now, pay later and personal loans, we actually saw those uh, in decline in terms of demand for credit. And so buy now, pay later would be a good example of an indicator as we've seen in slower spending. You know, consumers are starting to spend less and therefore leveraging those kind of credit products less.
0: Okay, so if we just take, so we'll go on to buy now, pay later, then we might talk about credit cards because I'm interested that there is still growth in the credit card sector. So buy now, pay later, we haven't actually had new legislation across that sector. So I would imagine a lot of the players in that market are keen to sign up merchants and sign up customers. But th- that's a really, I mean, that's like a 25% odd drop during the quarter, wasn't it?
1: That's right. And as I said, at the moment, you pointed out the regulation, uh, not all Buy Now, Pay Later providers provide all of that. And that's certainly from from the data that we've seen. So many companies do check for uh, a credits check before they initiate a Buy Now, Pay Later account. So that's an indication of new accounts being set up in Buy Now, Pay Later, not necessarily directly those that are already existing and people that might be spending on existing accounts. So there's a bit of a pattern there. I think personal loan is a really interesting one where it's down about 6%. And we are seeing, though, that the average limit for a personal loan is increasing. So that's a sign that people are using personal loans for more debt consolidation, where they're actually uh, seeking higher limits. And we've seen that, too, in credit cards, where the average limit for a new account is actually increasing.
0: Okay, so let's jump into credit cards. Applications were up 6% uh, June quarter vis-a-vis a a year earlier. People, uh, this is my ignorance, I haven't actually used a credit card for many, many years. I use a debit card only, but it sort of just struck me that of all the unsecured uh, consumer credit applications, it's credit cards that are growing most. Why is that?
1: Well, we saw at the back end and sort of post-COVID return to travel. So people do like to have credit cards for traveling and, and for holidays. So we, we saw a big lift in credit card applications in the back end of last year. And then also as people are turning to credit cards, you know, particularly with cost of living pressures and having access to other forms of credit, you know, for bigger purchases, then certainly that's where, you know, people will turn to credit card where they do want to extend terms, revolve those payments. Is there a sense of
0: ageism in this as well, in as much as a buy now, pay later product is probably used more by younger folk and uh, credit cards are used by older folk, or is that just ignorant?
1: Uh, There's probably some trends there for sure on on buy now, pay later, but credit cards tend to be uh, more broader. But certainly what we haven't seen, and a good indication is that the credit quality hasn't declined on credit card applications. So that means that people who are applying for credit are not just applying for them as a last resort. They they do have good credit scores today, but they may well be planning for future expenses or seeing the pressure of cost of living that, you know, they're looking for additional forms of credit to pay for some of those larger purchases or just to ensure that they have, you know, adequate access if they need it.
0: Stay with me, Mel. We'll be back in a minute. I'm speaking to Melanie Cochrane, Australian New Zealand CEO and Group Managing Director at Equifax. So one before we leave credit card, credit card arrears, the number of accounts in the thirty to ninety day arrears increased quite a bit, but I think it was eleven percent or something year on year. How does that fit in with the story? I presume that's bad news. I mean it's sort of a some sort of early sign at least that there's uh, pressure on. Yeah,
1: and we're seeing arrears increase across the board. Overall, the total number of accounts and defaults for credit cards hasn't increased particularly. It's been fairly steady. But we are starting to see those early arrears, both in that sort of less than 30 days and, and 30 to 90 days increase. But in fact, in mortgages and personal loans, we're seeing those increases a bit higher. So credit card, it's a we're starting to see arrears increase, but not necessarily at the at an alarming rate, and certainly not at pre-pandemic levels yet. So it's a, a, a you know month on month and quarter on quarter increase, but they're still relatively low, and they're certainly on an absolute basis still lower than pre pandemic.
0: Okay, we've been talking about unsecured credit applications thus far, or unsecured credit. What about secured credit, primarily mortgages and uh, car loans? What's happening in the mortgage area?
1: Well, we've seen quite a bit of movement here in terms of demand. We saw the the decline in mortgages. Cease it was uh, or, or reduce the decline in first quarter was about eleven percent year over year and it was only down to uh, two point eight percent. Now in Q two you saw there was a lot of activity around refinancing as people are coming off those fixed rate periods they're looking to either restructure their loan or, or refinance and so we did see you know less of a decline in Q two than the previous few quarters trend. And we started to see a much bigger increase in refinancing and restructuring. So a new mortgage for a new property was actually only making up about 25% of those inquiries. The rest were either refinancing or restructuring of loans. So that's an indication of the mortgage market is moving. And, and particularly with for coming up to end of financial year, we saw a lot of activity and incentives and people probably shopping around for, for, for better terms. Okay. Uh,
0: actually, we should just mention car loans quickly, but then I want to get on what all this means, really. And so, car loans, it was uh, well, what happened in that sector?
1: So, again, we saw auto loans decline around 5% uh, in terms of demand. Uh, we have seen that the arrears are increasing in auto and, and sort of increasing more aggressively, I would say. So, we're seeing personal loans and auto uh, arrears in, are sort of on the increase more more rapidly but overall sort of in line with the general trends of, of less demand for credit, which is, re- I'm sure, a reflection of the auto sector as well.
0: Okay. So, Mel Cochran, CEO of Equifax, putting all this together, what does it say about the next three, six, nine, twelve 12 months?
1: Well, we're seeing, first of all, yes, arrears are on the increase and we're seeing those early arrears roll forward. So, yeah, you know, I mentioned earlier the, the sort of under 30 days and then, and then 30 to 90, we're seeing that increase. So you would anticipate that we would start to see defaults increase, you know, as, as they continue to flow forward. But what we are seeing is a lot more proactive engagement and, and intervention, I would say. There's been a lot more education around reaching out to your lender or particularly for mortgages, reaching out to the provider to work out alternative arrangements so we're not seeing hardship, particularly financial stresses increasing as you see that through arrears, but we're not seeing a particularly you know big uptick or movement in in those accounts going into hardship. And so that's an indication of not as many going into default because lenders are being much more proactive in working with their customers on you know, how to manage through you know any sort of financial stress that they may be may be experiencing. So, so for me, what we're seeing is yes, we're going to see continued trend on arrears that will increase defaults over time, but we're still not back to pre-pandemic levels, and I don't think we'll reach that for you know for some quarters.
0: Okay, Equifax compiles data like this from right around the world. How does Australia compare to other markets? I suppose the US being the obvious one.
1: Well, we're similar trends. So cost of living, interest rate rises is the same across the board. But there's some quite big structural changes in the US, and they have much longer fixed rate periods than we we have in Australia. So people will not be refinancing until the rates start to come down. So there's a lot less activity in the mortgage market overall, uh, as people are not really looking to to refinance because if rates have gone up, then then their mortgages would go up. So they don't have this sort of mortgage cliff that, that we're seeing here. But overall, yes, demand for, for credit is very similar across the board. The cost of living and rate rises are impacting. We are seeing a rears increase across the board in most of our major markets that we see.
0: Mel, thank you for talking to Fear and Greed.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: That was Melanie Cochran, Australian New Zealand Chief Executive Officer and Group Managing Director at Equifax. This is the Fear and Greed Business Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's best business podcast. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your day.